And welcome back to the Cinnabud Podcast. We are your hosts, Izzy. And I'm Matt. And tonight, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about, what is that, Alita? Attila? What's it called again? <laughs> Alita Battle Angel. All right. Well, that is our hot topic of the night. Uh, but first off, in our uh, about our... Oh, <laughs> oh video our, games. Oh, fuck that up. That's what I'm saying on right. our video game section. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with uh, little bits here and there uh, that happen. Uh, for example, recently in Monster Hunter World, uh, I know we, we talked about it a little bit before, uh, like Witcher 3 was having like a crossover with this series. Uh, like, for example, in this game uh, for Monster Hunter World, you immediately see the graphical change because right. now he's all like Capcomed out, you know, like with their like <laughs> that's, soft Yeah, that's what you were telling stuff. me. Uh, but they try to keep him as detailed as possible, like he is in the main game. That's um, good. But yeah, it's the same voice actor. Uh, I can't recall his name right now. Uh, but basically, you go on um, a, a quest where you only play as Geralt, and you go through and battle one of the uh, the, the monsters mm-hmm. um, that inhabited this world. Like you both came through like some some portal or something like that, right? Um, anyway, you battle it just like battling any other monster, monster in the world. So like combat's different, yet you're still using like his traditional weaponry, okay, um, health items, stuff like that. But they work in the same I'm mechanics as the to main his, game. Uh, to his whole deal, is he? Right. He has like uh, what like a specific sword, and I know he has like yeah. So it, since you're battling monsters, you only use a silver sword. Like I, he doesn't even use the steel okay. sword. It's just cool. the silver one because that's like his monster slaying sword, right? Which is funny because they're like, we're hunters. And he's like, yeah, I'm a slayer myself or something like <laughs> that. Uh, which is funny because, yeah, of course, like, there's no, it doesn't bring in any gore effects or anything like that. Sure. You know? um, but you're still, I mean, still slaying monsters essentially. But it's pretty cool as Geralt that you're be- being able to do that. Uh, eventually, you're able to go ahead and unlock him as uh, what they call layered armor. Mm. They had one recently. Uh, and play or through before. the normal game looking like him. Right. Cool. But he also has, like, his own skills uh, that are fixed to him. Nice. As well as, like, um, you know, we- certain weapons, stuff like that. Uh, it's it's, it's kind of like how Ryu was in the Street Fighter crossover cool. beforehand. Um, Dude, stuff like that always reminds me of, like, um, Tony Hawk back when you could unlock, like, Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, or, I remember that. Yeah. Or uh, unlock Officer Dan or whatever it was. Oh, I don't remember that one. Oh, he was, like, an Easter egg in every single one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm sure, like... Um, yeah, with that crossover though, like I don't know, I imagine it a little be a little weaker, but I enjoyed it. It was For really sure. cool. Um, and then, yeah, I'm not sure if you can craft weapon or, or any type of armor besides right. Geralt himself from it. But now, after you beat that monster, you're not forced to just play as Geralt. You can now play as your normal hunter and take on that same monster that you did before. That's pretty cool. And he's pretty hard, so I was like, cool. Now I can play as my own guy, right? I mean, girl, it was cool, but like he was fixed with his own thing, you know. Like he doesn't have my setup that I usually roll with, and I was kind of foreign at first. I was like, "Well, for sure, it's starting from scratch for like a new character." Yeah, that's, I, that's I thought I could use my guy, and he was like tagging along or something, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, what?" That's All what right. I like about DLC. Sometimes it makes you start over, you know. Yeah, yeah. Especially this next one I'm about to talk about, uh, and that's Resident Evil Two, the remake. Word. We're gonna be talking like that, uh, or like that about <laughs> this game a talk lot. About it, uh, as you know, there. there they're saying anyway there's going to be like more updates more free dlc as this one was as well right. uh what they did is they went ahead and released 
three new game modes or essentially three mini scenarios. Uh, they're like what if what if stories to these certain side characters that pop up in the story for either Leon or Claire in the main story. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really cool. Like they basically their their game mode is kind of similar to like the the mini game you unlock at the end if you beat the game like with Hunk or you unlock Hunk and Tofu Man, uh, which I recently did unlock. And um, anyway, it's it's kind of like the same map setup and uh, kind of areas, except with these people, they have uh, s- like special zombies. For example, there's this one guy, or there's a gun shop owner who his daughter eventually like dies, turns into a zombie. Okay. Uh, his special zombie though are these poisonous gas zombies. Uh, they're basically purple looking. You see them emitting like the poison gas. Uh, if you shoot them, and they will explode, and they will emit that That's for cool. a few seconds. So right. you gotta like kind of be strategic about it. About where you take them out. I- exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't think they can take out others, which would be really cool. Like if a liquor was right there and pop one, like right. it just poisons. That would ass. be cool. <laughs> uh, and then with the mayor, or, yeah, the mayor's daughter, um, it, you play as her in her scenario. Her special zombie, uh, oh yeah, every zombie has like loot packs too. You can shoot off them and grab stuff because there's nothing to pick up. That's your pickups. Okay. Um, but and then with once a, you get your kill, exactly. It's kind of like um, Breath of the Wild. Once you defeat hard enemies, you get their weapons. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's like Dark Souls. I remember that. Tight. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I should play that game. I yeah. swear to God, that's been that a theme. or Salt and Sanctuary that just came out on Xbox One, and I've been Salt playing and that. Sanctuary. It's Dark Souls, but two D. Like hand drawn, I'm into it. It's, I'm already it's sold. very Dark Souls. <laughs> and like I they have even like little Dark bonfires Soul. you go to, and are they like big giant enemies too? Tight. Yeah, I'm into it. Old hardcore, but so another episode. Uh, so for HBO, back to Resident Evil Two. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, so yeah, the girl I, I can't recall her special zombie. I didn't play as her so much, but then there's another soldier that's like hunk, um, and his name is Ghost. Okay, and with his scenario, he has armored zombies. So you got to find like these weak points, and, like oh, these no. fleshy parts, or they're gonna get to you. Do they have like police armor? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's like plated armor. What? Yeah, because you're like shooting. It's like ting ting. Like, so you have to be very accurate, man. Like you get him right in the neck or something, and and pardon my sickness. You you just gotta knock him down. I mean, like really, like you you've seen the, de- the little demo I showed you. I mean, right. Five headshots, they can still be coming after you. And I recently started a hardcore mode. No joke. <laughs> yeah, Two no bites, you're dead. Um, you got to use ink ribbon to save, which is silly because the ink ribbon's literally right in front of the typewriter when you find one. Right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't they be hiding, like, separate? Anyway. You would think. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, just, like, certain things like that to make it, like, more difficult. And it is, but it's it's satisfying. Nice. It's more interesting. Oh, for sure. Because I beat it, like, th- three times now, I Dude, believe. the higher the difficulty, so. the more satisfying the win usually is, yeah. for sure. Uh, but, yeah, that's the free DLC for Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, and they dropped the 98 Polygon skins for Leon and Claire as well. Cool. That shit was fun to play with. That's great. Just seeing them, like, talk with all these, you know, like, uh, the new Resident Evil engine, like, graphics. The other characters are right. talking to you, and they're all, like, blocky. Their mouths aren't moving. And they hold their guns. It's like this. <laughs> you know? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, super unarticulate. That's great. Yeah. Just big mittens. That's right. I'm into it. All right. So now we will go ahead and move into. TV. So recently, uh, Matt introduced me to this show. 
on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, called Kingdom. I didn't finish it. We, so, yeah, we started it together, and it was a little slow to begin with, but yeah. you told me that it picked up. Yeah, so it definitely was a bit slow. I felt like the first three episodes, and those were the episodes we saw together. Uh, and then I so is it? Um, I had to finish it because I hate not finishing stuff. So let's 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 yeah. give a uh, a quick um, overview of what the show is, more or less. Well, so it's what feudal uh, Korea. It's Korea. Okay. It's Korea, yeah, Korea. So uh, in the past, uh, it's a period piece in Korea, and um, it's like royalty and like inner workings, and then. A zombie outbreak in the middle of it. Right. Zombie yeah. outbreak by a plant. A plant. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. A mysterious plant. Uh, they actually talked about That's that in right. episode in the three very, or in, two. No, in the very first episode, you see him like there we go. Uh, it, like preparing the plant, and they talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember. I remember the dialogue. Yeah. 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 It's, it's from a strange plant. So yeah. It, yeah. That, now we, it, we kind we, of strange zombie outbreak. Definitely different than uh, what we recently have seen with like the more uh, traditional stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, like, for example, um, Train to Busan. It's okay. another Korean zombie film. Yeah. and uh, I didn't watch that one Definitely yet. different. In, I still in need st- to. Stylistically, like, we see them sleeping at night mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, you know, and all pretzled together. Right. That was really weird. Um, but, yeah, it was just kind of slow in the beginning, but I think what that was is, like, a lot of, like, character introduction. Um, they had to, you know... They never explained what those hats were. I guess that's just a traditional thing. <laughs> they eventually lose them. Dude, the hats <laughs> the hats are to no, like I denote know. I'm just like kidding. rank. Like I know. But dude, those hats though. Oops. <laughs> those hats though. Right? Hella funny. That's what I'm saying. Like, where do you get those? They're great. But I I liked a few of them. I would I would rock some. I can't for the life of me <laughs> right now remember any of their names. Uh but basically there's it, it follows a prince. Yes, it follows and the the prince of the whole uh, hierarchy storyline right. in the beginning, for and, sure. And then his father is in relations, or was in relations, with a super young girl. Right. Whom he impregnated. Ugh. And yeah, and it was uh, the prince's uh, fiance to begin with. Was it? Yeah. Okay. And that's why he made a big deal, like he was going to go see his father. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Pretty awful. But then eventually he finds out what happened to his father. And, yeah, that just makes matters worse for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so it, you would suggest start, this. I would, oh, yeah. It starts picking up right at four. And definitely don't want to spoil too much because this is a brand new show. It just came out in January, I believe. Okay. Right? Yeah, no, something like that. Um, and it it's definitely ends with a cliffhanger. So, cool. And I, I have heard from another friend that it was confirmed for a season two. Nice already. So so you're into it. Let's you're, go. You're sold. Yeah. It's only six episodes. Uh, however, you know, like I said, just sticking for the ride for the first three. That's going to give you info that you're going to need later on. Mm-hmm. Very key factors. There's a World reason building. why it's slow like that. Right. Um, and then right at four and up. That's goes full throttle. Man, full throttle. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like it just goes fast. Nice. Um, and there's certain parts. Uh, oh, you you find out like, um, yeah, I ain't even gonna say it actually because <laughs> that's just gonna spoil. It's just so good. Yeah, uh, you just gotta check it out again. It's called Kingdom Netflix. Try it out. It's freaking great show. Yeah, I'm into it, dude. It's good, man. Yeah, so, you need to finish it. <laughs> where are we at, Ian? True huh? Detective. True Detective, man. Where are we there? I would say. Hey. Dude, um, 
we have one episode left. I yeah, am, you just told me that, and it's a surprise. It feels like it just started. Yeah, I know, right? I'm so into it. Uh, yeah, this season has been great. They finally had a connection to the first uh, to the first season, in that um, this pedophile or whatever this like main bad antagonist of this season is connected to whatever uh sex ring they had going on in yeah season one that was a great reveal though like they show you the newspaper yeah there's mcconaughey i read about that and um uh oh i'm blanking his name harrelson just woody harrelson yeah Yeah. right it was great so I, I it was man because it bridges that together, right? Like you're like, okay, cool, same universe, <laughs> absolutely, and essentially same targets. It makes me wonder because the end of season one was so supernatural in a weird way that yeah. this season overtones, like that is connected with that, like how it is. It's within that universe, so maybe we'll explore more in the future. Who like, knows? That first season was probably a very like quick window into what Dude, we what could. If, what if I they visit them? Um, would they still be alive? If they visit him as old man. Uh, They'd be older men. They I were older, I think. I don't know. They're or both. No. Uh, no, these guys are older. I know McConaughey is an executive producer of the show. I don't know if Woody Harrelson is. I might. He might be. Uh, so you know he's got his fingers in it. He could cameo. Dude, that would be cool. Yeah. Like they, they're all a bunch of old men. Maybe like, they'll be in the next episode. How fucking cool is that? Bunch of old men jogging down oh. the street trying to stop a kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's basically what we're getting right now, and I fucking love it. Yeah, I do too. Like I laugh, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's like, great. The, their performances are just too good, dude. Man, like this show's so great. Why is Steven Dorf so good in this season? Why is, right? Why hasn't he gotten so much more work? Oh uh, well, like people I just, just look down on him. Probably that's why. He is a f- he is a f- I've always liked him. Actor. Whenever like, I see him, like I'm always satisfied with his role. For sure, I can't wait to see him. I haven't liked stuff. him in Blade. After this, he's gonna blow up because Mahershala Ali is already blown up. Like he's oh, yeah. already in literally. I mean, everything. Luke Cage caught my eye. I was like, okay. Well, I the, I was talking about this today. I I think the first thing I saw him in was um, House of Cards. Okay. Remy Denton. Um, he was uh. He was his protege who basically grew out of the shoes of being a protege. He was more um. He had more than that to to offer, so basically he like became his own shark within the All governmental right. system. Hmm. Yeah, he was badass in that show. As far as I remember watching, I, like, <laughs> yeah, I watched right. like part of season three. Like I didn't get all that far. Shit, got pretty ridiculous. And then Kevin Spacey, who oh. <laughs> um, basically, um. But yeah, we were also talking about Kevin Spacey and all that shit. So uh, anyway, that, that's moving a whole tangent, on. So, uh, so <laughs> True Detective season three. You're not watching it now. Why not? Uh, What's be, wrong with you? Maybe because you're so waiting good. to binge the whole season. No, nah, they just don't have HBO. Maybe. Well, yeah. Uh, but to be honest, <laughs> the, the anticipation between it, like each episode has been so worth it. Gotcha. I love. I've I've loved this experience of watching it. Just Same as good here. as the first season in a lot of ways. Really, right? It, it makes me want to rewatch the first season. Oh, me too. I'm going to. Right? I'm going I to. I got to find out where, but yeah. Well, I have HBO now. That's how I'm watching it. Oh. So I can watch whatever. I have HBO, so maybe I have access to that. Yeah, totally. You do. 
It's okay. HBO Go for you. HBO Now is the um, like it's like a phone solo version. Thing. Oh, well, you okay. can yeah, you can watch HBO Go on your phone too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of it. You got it, homie. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, I know you would love to wa- talk about Walking Dead and the Whispers, but I'll skip that for now. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe. Not a lot of people, apparently, uh, by viewership anyway, uh, based on viewership. Yeah, apparently their views are down. Which sucks because, honestly, this se- or this part of the season, yeah, part of the season, I felt like started really strong, especially Greg Nicotero directing it. But what whatever, do? what do I know? I can't wait for his creep show. show. Oh, it's coming up. The Creep Show Show. Yeah, on Shudder. I cannot wait. Nice. Anyway, let's move on to... <laughs> so, movies. Uh, I'm going to kind of shut up here and let Matt roll with uh, his movie that he saw without me. <laughs> saw his tweet he still watched it without me and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> no i probably wouldn't have been able to anyway but yeah he's gonna go ahead and uh just fill our ears with beautifulness that is alita all right so Battle Angel. i'm gonna start off and say sometimes i get depressed and go to the movies by myself oh i don't care <laughs> i don't care so am i but it's not a joke dude sometimes going to the movie by yourself <laughs> is pretty cool dude i do it constantly I love it's it. cool though I mean, so i've Dude, every time I do it, I'm like, wow, this is so much better. I feel kind of free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I can breathe. Yeah. I can judge the movie for how I experience it. Not how the person next to me is experiencing it in any sort of way. Oh, I make sure nobody's next to me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just that. by myself. I buy the seats around I'm in the me. back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this is where my popcorn sits, and this is where my hot dog sits. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else sits here. Yeah, but yeah, Alita Battle Angel, bruh, I wasn't expecting very much. Um, the uh, all the ads for this weren't weren't selling me. Um, what sold me were uh my friends being hyped on it and wanting to watch it. Right and on. So once they watched it and had their review of it, I had nothing to do that day. So I was like, all right, if it's good right. enough. I'll go check it out. So, I'll preface this by saying I'm super into anime. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. Uh, and that is that is a big uh, factor into going into this. This is uh, based off of the manga uh, Gun M, and I haven't I haven't consumed it yet, but I'm going to after watching this movie. It's called Gun M. Yeah, G U N N M. Oh wow, Gun M. Okay. is the name of the manga. And, um, dude, this movie rocked. It was a lot of action, and uh, I'll give it... Okay, so I really dug about 90% of it. Um, I didn't like the love interest in this movie. It kind of... uh, Kind of shit the bed for me. I mean, to be just, honest. yeah, just a little... You gotta squeeze that love story in there, you know? It was really unfortunate, uh, because I, I just didn't buy it. And, uh... So... Alita is. I, I'm I'm trying to sell this without like spoiling too much to it. No, I'll go you, for it. Come on, we're sp- spoiler filled <laughs> podcast here. All right, so basically, she gets found in the first scene as a scrap of uh, just you know garbage thrown from 
the Sky City. Basically, think Elysium from that. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it is the last Sky City after basically this massive war where there the entire Earth was covered in Sky Cities, but this is the last one that is actually. You know, inhabitable or whatever. It's the last one that's still there. All the other ones fell in one night during the war. Oh, wow. It was a war against um, the human beings of Mars. Um, and like so, who, whom colonized there or whatever. Right, yeah. exactly. In the far, far future, uh, the colonization of Mars warred against Earth. And, hmm. um, you uh so uh the doctor finds um Christoph Waltz character uh Dr. Dyson Ito he finds Alita and he revives her with a synthetic body that he already had there which you come to find was his daughter um what was his daughter's body whom okay was paralyzed and then later murdered before she could be transferred to the uh cybernetic body oh so Rough. yeah, real fucking heartbreaker, right? And her name was Alita. So, uh the uh the android ish well it's I I guess she would be a cyborg. They look cyborgish. So yeah. she has a human brain, but um but the rest is machine? Yes. Everything oh, else she's is, a robot then. Everything else is machine, but uh it's within like a human brain to have like a unique personality or Right, but like typically cyborgs like half human, half robot. But okay. she's like robot. Uh, with a brain sure however her personality is is like very much so a human being um very very not robotic whatsoever sure um very emotional right uh and so basically you find out that alita is one of the mars people uh that wasn't obvious. No. I mean, and and that she is, uh, and that she's like scrapped from whatever, you know. I um, you don't find out where she was scrapped from. So her dad was like a Martian too, I guess. Then oh, nothing about her dad. You find out that she's three hundred years old, um, and that um, from being in that body or no, just like before, like her 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 mind, like she oh, wow. she's been a conscious being for right. for the last three hundred years, um. And then uh, she starts engaging in like violent acts. Like, so basically, there's a um, think like a uh, Jack the Ripper type situation going on. Okay. In the city, right? Guns are outlawed. Everyone can only use blades, basically, or you know, blunt objects, whatever. And so we're at a point where it's like, uh, so. It's a weird vigilante system where people can solve crimes by themselves, basically. Okay. So um, they're called like hunter warriors or something. It's like bounty hunters. Okay. Um, yeah. And so uh, there, uh, you find out that the Doctor Ito is going after people, and that's pretty much how he's making his living. Um, Christoph Waltz is like trying to find this Jack the Ripper type character, and it's all these like cybernetic, really enhanced like. Reaper looking yeah, characters. Yeah, like disgusting monsters. Or Reavers. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so Alita basically suspects Dr. Ito of being the Jack the Ripper person because he's being very like 
coy about whatever and like uh like having injuries and stuff but not talking about them <laughs> um come to find that so she gets into these conflicts with these other people and kicks the living shit out of them basically nice. Um, stuff we saw in the tr- the preview exactly basically everything in the trailer is yeah. like all the really really cool i was really shit bummed i saw those i'm like oh man yeah that is pretty lame unfortunately but yeah. i've seen that trailer so many times right and so uh when she gets into these altercations she has these crazy flashbacks to her previous life hmm. and they are the coolest moments of this movie for me it shows her assaulting one of the uh, Sky Cities, like running up a cable to the Sky City with other Martians, like all running to go and kill the other. Uh, oh, so she was like part of the cause of that? Yeah, she was part of the entire <laughs> like oh, breakdown man. of everything. And she was a hardcore fucking like oh, warrior. And you find uh, she has they, they find a downed ship and she like goes inside of it and finds this body. Again in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. Again in the trailer. I was just about to ask you what's up with that suit. So she <laughs> finds the body. Uh, he, uh, she brings it to the doctor. Doctor Ito's like, I will never connect you with this. He, big explaino. You're this Martian. That's the slaughter one. Uh, y- this machine was built to interface with you, and you are the most advanced killing machine, uh, like known to known so does to man. She eventually is have to use it, and so she gets into this crazy altercation with <laughs> Jackie O'Haley's character, and he like cuts her to shreds, uh. Ex- like like almost takes her completely out, and um, so they have to save her, and they connect her to that body. Of course, yeah, exactly. And so like, there's a bunch of other crazy shit in this movie. So does she get super violent then? Like, her she no, she doesn't like go go berserk or anything. But she's way more like fucking advanced. badass after that one. Yeah, like she's she she's way more agile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. dude. Yeah, I love Robert Rodriguez, dude. Like his directing, I could see all over that. Yeah, he, honestly, very much very so. visionary. I and like there were uh, there were some characters that I noticed from. Uh, from other like Robert Rodriguez oh, I'm sure. films, dude, um, they're like a family. They're oh, like spy kids. They're the one, filled with the them. one, the one specifically that I noticed was uh, like the extremely blue-eyed guy with like a big giant grayish, like gray and black beard. Um, he was in Machete as like he was. Uh, I think uh, I know who you're talking about. He was the dad and the politician guy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Planet Terror, he's he's <laughs> making chili, or his barbecue surprise. Yeah. Yep. I know who you're talking about. He's a great actor, and I can't even think of his name. I feel bad. He's he, a really good actor. Uh, let me look here. Um, I can probably find it. Uh, Jeff Fahey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, McTeague was his character. So basically, he was another bounty hunter, but. He had he had cybernetic dogs with him that oh, did his so bidding cool. with him, what? and he saves Alita in that battle. Like, oh, oh, he's a good guy. Uh, well, you know, he's a bounty hunter. He's an asshole. But, oh, word. You know, he's in it for his own self. But uh, the reason why he he's goes after, like, you'll see Alita in the trailer with um, these like yeah red red marks. marks. Um, that guy with the fingers that that fucking dude. There's this little dog that she like keeps feeding in the beginning of the in the um, movie, and like they have a little uh, relationship or whatever. He comes in to fuck Alita up, and he takes out the dog in front of everyone. Oh, rough and rough. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great. Um, that was so unintended. Um, 
And, uh, <laughs> dude, she kneels down and takes the dog's blood and puts it under her eyes. It's and dog blood? To fucking war. Yeah. Well, she's a robot. I won't get Dude, infected. it was sick. <laughs> dude, it was so sick. It was like. That is pretty badass. Oh, man. I was sad to me? see the dog. Man. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. bad. But it was a great movie. Um, <laughs> so it's set up for a. I'm, I'm leaving quite a bit out. There's, that's fine. Uh, so there's, a, while, so there's a lot of other cool things. Uh, like there's kind of a game involved, like um, like a like a big giant roller blade uh, death match almost. Ooh, uh, all right. Roller blade robot death match with like human human bodies, but like or human minds controlling these like big giant machines, like messing people up. Right. That's where he got the nails from is uh one of the fighters in uh in the rollerball uh tournament was using that and it was like too overpowered so Mahershala Ali's character was like uh oh he's he, in it too yeah he uh yeah oh, he's in everything hell yeah he orchestrates a way of them like what's his power taking that guy or, he, or augmentation he's, He's essentially straight up human, except for he definitely has implants because uh, the main antagonist of the entire story keeps overriding his body and talking through him. His eyes turn like okay. ice blue. So he's like brainwashed. And he starts talking. <laughs> That's crazy. He's kind of a puppet. Right, but, right. Um, when he's his own self, he does have his own significant personality, but he is a little bit underutilized. But, the, you know, it's Mahershala Ali, so he's awesome either which way. No, yeah, that's that's really cool to know that he's in there too. Uh, uh, it's gonna be a while I see this, unfortunately. I, I feel anyway. I mean, I'm just about to finally see Overlord, and that was back in November when it came out. Right. So, uh, what would you give a rating on this, dude? Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I know a lot of people are giving it hate because a lot of the dialogue is super anime. A lot of the uh, oh, okay. like, what do you mean by that? Like father. Alita, like, like super, oh, is it dramatic like, like that? Oh yeah, whatever. I mean, Robert Rodriguez moves are like that anyway, so that works. But it's very like comic booky, right? Super comic, comic booky to where comic book movies aren't comic booky, right? <laughs> They're not that like they they get a little too real sometimes. But like sure. comic, like if a comic book movie was really comic booky, it'd be like that. Like yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Thwip, no, <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. No, but, but whatever. So uh, all that being said, and my enjoyment factor of like, you know, not really expecting almost anything and oh, then yeah. getting a lot out of it. Um, dude, I give it like an 8.5. I nice. really enjoyed this movie. I'm going to remember this movie all year. I can't wait for the sequel. Edward Norton has a secret cameo. Um, hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, pretty shocked that he would have one in a movie like this. But yeah, that's true. It's cool. I'm into it. <laughs> Maybe he's a fan of the uh, material. Maybe. That's why he did the Hulk, apparently. Yeah. That, it's kind of too bad that didn't. Yeah, I, I was one of the few who liked that movie. I like it, too. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's good. They still they still use it. It's what are you going to do? Yeah, it's canon, Obviously, because yeah. Ross was in the <laughs> Civil War. And, and Tony's in that movie, too. Tony Stark is yeah, in that movie. Yeah, that's right. At the end. Yeah. But, yeah. Word. Cool. 8.5 out of 10 for Alita Battle Angel. Yeah. You heard it first from Cinnabud me. Podcast.
All right, Matt. I think that's about it. Until next week or next time. Cinnabud Podcast. You can find us everywhere on social media, uh, especially on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. And myself, under Excessive Suppressing. Matt, where can we find you? You can find me at Coriander Sprig on Twitter. You can find me at Great.Strength on Instagram. And pretty much everywhere else, just like that. And just like that. Words. Send by podcast saying out. Peace. Well, for the road. Peace.